1: Betches Media presents.
0: I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio.
1: Diet starts tomorrow.
0: Exorcist gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands.
1: With hosts Aileen Cooperman,
0: Joey doesn't share and
1: Sammy Fishbein.
0: Whatever. I'm getting cheese fries Hello
2: and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy you're on facetime right now we're facetime recording this from our homes because it's corona time it's corona time and it's corona time and so we apologize in advance if like the sound isn't like up to you know your guys' standard, <laughs> or if like i don't know things might get weird like i'm just i feel like it's weird to be sitting here on our, i'm on my bed talking Same. to like a world <laughs> yeah
3: and I'm like looking at you on the Facetime, and I'm looking at Bruce right here too, and he's just like, "What the hell is going on?" And it's yeah, just weird. Sounds- things are getting weird. Um,
2: things are getting weird. So today we are going to be talking about very relevant content, which is like anxiety as it relates coronxiety. to coronavirus, corona, corona- yeah. anxiety, corona anxiety. Yeah, Cor- Corona coron- anxiety. Corona anxiety. Yeah, Corona anxiety. No, corona. Corona anxiety. <laughs> Whatever. Corona anxiety. And um, Corona <laughs> And also, Sammy's going to give everybody an update. What it's like in r- real time. What it's like to be a Corona bride. Because these are scary times. It's
3: yeah. Weddings are getting canceled. Coachella's getting canceled. Tom Hanks is getting coronavirus.
2: He, he's not just getting it. He has it.
3: He has it. And his wife. It's almost like the coronavirus picked like the exact person who's like,
2: yeah. Did beloved. you see Winnie Cummings tweeted that? Yes, yes,
3: yes, exactly. Yeah, she, she's that like, was her first she,
2: yeah. It was like they they it 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 picked the one person for us to have to actually take it seriously. Which you and I have been you've been taking it more seriously for longer than I jumped on the boat of taking it seriously and then yeah yeah keep going and then the world was like oh fuck because the whole thing like even in the beginning when everybody was like oh the flu has this many deaths and we have like two cases like yeah that's true but that's you have to look at the rate of it yeah changing of it doubling um, because like that's really what matters because yeah, it looks calm now, but in a week it's going to be wild. And that's what we saw everywhere. Like in Italy, like the day Italy shut down, I was like, all right, this is, we've got, we've got to chill. We've got to stay home.
3: Yeah. I mean, I was taken seriously because I read Twitter. The fact that I read Twitter gives me a lot of anxiety, but it also shows me like realities because you have actual people tweeting about their like personal experiences. So, like, it's not a news headline that, like, for, it wasn't a news headline for a while that, like, they were, they were rationing the the tests for it. But I was reading about people's threads of people who, like, had all the symptoms, had been to, like, places or had contact with people and they weren't able to get tested. And I think that, like, the biggest issue with this is that the United States government has tried to play down what the problem is. So people didn't really take it seriously. And yes, it's true that it doesn't really impact young people as much and that it's not as bad of a of an illness, but it is still, it is 10 times more deadly than the flu for the elderly population. And also we spread the virus. So like, that's why at this point when it's kind, it's not just going for like one person and you can't isolate the cases. That's why like community, like community action basically has to be taken. And like, we all have to like, kind of separate for like a few weeks. I know that's like really weird, but like there's this whole thing with like flattening the curve, which basically yeah. means that like either the the rate of infection can go up exponentially like very quickly, very soon and then the hospital system will get overrun. So even like a mild case or any other issue that anyone has, like a heart attack or a stroke, like regular things, that would all overload the health system. So that would make it a really high death rate compared to like in which- countries where they have gotten it under control. Through like measures that feel really extreme,
2: but like you kind of have to do them. Yeah, but that's which is what happened in Italy is that their hospitals are at like operating at like two hundred percent, and their their rates of mortality are going up, not from corona, but from all other like diseases or or whatever causes death that normally wouldn't if you had a, a provider that didn't have corona <laughs> or yeah. be had a bed to go go on. So yeah. that's that's the that's the, the thing. And I get the flattening the curve. It's like just basically socially distance, which is so funny because <laughs> millennials we wanted to be socially distant. <laughs> all we talk about is canceling plans all the time. Like we're getting what we wanted. And all I see is people on fucking into story complaining that they're bored. Are you oh my kidding God. me? Honestly, like
3: I am so far from bored. Maybe like, maybe I'd feel differently if I wasn't dealing with like the wedding, but I'm so far from bored. I work all day. I talk to people yeah, from I mean, work all day. I'm like, I'm, in, not I'm bored busy. At all. Me if anything, neither. I'm
2: like, I'm more calm Waiting at to be home. Going. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm calm at home. I feel safer except for the fact that Rusty works in a hospital. And yeah, how do you feel me. about that? Um, I feel I feel okay like like I like like we said it's not it's okay if he and I get it um as long as I mean it's not okay for him to get it really because you can have it for up to five days or you could be completely asymptomatic and like not know you have it and then infect other people because he can then affect the people he sees in the hospital it's okay for me but to get it as long as I stay away from everyone especially like Rusty's dad or anybody who has like, who's over 60. Um yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's definitely like causing some anxiety. I mean, I tried to stay away from Twitter as long as I could. Like, my dad was sending me stuff. And then like, when my dad, who was like a very, very common research person, started telling me like, stay the fuck home, Aileen. Just, just do it. And then like sending me all this shit. And I was like, I tried to stay away from Twitter because I find Twitter gives because there's so much it's really hard to discern what's panic and what's like fact or like what's you know what I mean? So it was hard for me to find stuff that I I could believe. And then and then it's sort of the same way the virus was was growing exponentially. Then there was so much more kind of serious information out there that you couldn't deny. So that's. Uh, yeah yeah. i mean how how are you feeling
3: oh my god it's like i've been having like massive panic attacks for like two (laughs) weeks
0: like literally because yeah because like
3: i okay here's the worst part of all this you know i've always been like afraid of like the apocalypse you know i'm always planning for it i'm always like what's it gonna be is it gonna be a cyber attack is it gonna be like 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 i'm you know i'm always prepped like will it be some massive like run on the financial system like the
2: mattress yeah i
3: yes i'm a money under the mattress gal but like not literally so no one come rob me like so, yeah some coins from like foreign currencies yeah,
2: yeah like accidentally in like yeah. an ashtray
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so i and I had a huge fear and like I spoke to my, therap- my therapist about this several times throughout the wedding planning. I was like, there's going to be something that happens. And like when there was a whole thing with Iran, like in the beginning of January, I was like, oh, there's going to be a cyber attack. No one's going to be able to fly. No one's going to be able to get anywhere. No one's going to be able to do anything. I have been mm-hmm. fearing a thing interfering with my wedding forever. I haven't like ingrained <laughs> in to me that like I can't just have a nice moment. And like I knew that something would happen. So the worst part of all of that is that is the conditioning that it just did to me because it like all the times everyone's like, don't worry, it's going to be fine. It's like, no, my worrying was not wasted. I genuinely had something to be worried about. And look, it's here. Yeah. Personally, I didn't, I didn't guess it would be a pandemic that just like wasn't on my list, but like,
2: <laughs> but what do you mean? What do you mean? The conditioning? Like, 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 like but I feel it's like ha- it's happened. It's, by chance that like the thing you worried about happened it's not it's not yeah, like that it you will did and it it validates
3: like, it. it validates it it's like it's like oh i wasn't overreacting like and then it sort of puts a yeah. sheen it puts like on all of my worries and my and my overreactions it's like oh maybe i wasn't overreacting then so maybe I'm not overreacting now. So it really just did a number on that whole situation, to be honest. Like, but I know that to, this is like.
2: Yeah. To see the silver lining, though, is that like you, you experience that type of anxiety. It happens. You get through it and then it prepares yeah. you for the next time where it kind of it doesn't seem like such a catastrophe. Like if, if whatever you anticipate but- does happen.
3: Well, I will say the real silver lining is that I what I remembered about myself, because I hadn't like seen this part of myself in a while is that I actually thrive best in an extreme crisis, or in okay. like extreme comfort. I, extri- I I thrive in extreme comfort and extreme threat. The problem is in the middle <laughs> where I'm like overreacting.
2: Um. Side note: <laughs> but, Should we but, tell but everyone? Like, wait. Should we tell everyone what? about our phone call yesterday? And we were so every we were on a call yesterday. Sammy had some news to tell me, but we'll, she'll get to it later. But we were on a call, and she's like, "Hold on, hold on, my Costco order came," <laughs> and, and then. <laughs> So her Costco order comes, and, and I'm like, what did you get? So she's doing, like, a virtual unboxing, like, via audio. <laughs> and she's like, I've got some, like, toilet paper and paper towels. I've got some, you know, fruit or avocados. And then I got three pounds of cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and i mean, I'm, I'm so jealous. Yeah.
3: Well, it's, not it's not whipped, whipped so. though. Yeah. Sorry, they didn't have anyway. whipped.
2: But we I do say, use a so lot of cream just- cheese in this house. I was just, I was just illustrating how you do well in extreme circumstances.
3: It's weird. Like I am able to like reach into resolves of maturity that I don't normally have, to be honest with you. Like where, like, like I have like, we already like basically to, to break the news. We postponed, we canceled the wedding. Like we we're postponing it. Like this wedding is canceled. We're not. Yeah, that's the news. I mean, we don't, I'll get to why in a second, but like the second that like we decided, as it was okay. I woke up yesterday and I had several wedding items on my to-do list, like to like order menus, yeah, and like all this shit. And this is how fast this whole thing is changing. Is that by like six p.m. we were like we're canceling, and it was like in the works. And then we started yeah. telling everyone, and then we started telling everyone. And I immediately went into like, okay, now where are we going to do the wedding? I yeah. I went to a venue this morning that, yeah, like I, that's wow. where I was right before this, like, cause I wanted to go see it when it was wouldn't be crowded. And like before it potentially closes, you know what I mean? So is this
2: the, is this the considered yeah. venue that you were telling me this about? is the,
3: this is the considered venue. My friend is an event director at like a museum in New York and she I was like, obviously really helpful. And she's like, yeah, whatever. So, I mean, I feel, I, I I don't know if I'm getting, like, what money I'm getting back yet, but my planner is, like, working on it. She's been, like, very understanding about, like, the whole, you know, it's really, like, it just sucks. Like, they don't really know what to do yet. Um, But I have the insurance also, just in case. But we're going to try to get back as much as we can. We might still use the DJ um, or some of the other vendors, if possible. Um, Like, I would still want to use my planner if she, like, if I could. It's just... Yeah. Just unclear. You know what I mean? So, but I also like, I'm making provisions. Like, I also contacted like another planner that I knew, like, in passing. Like, I just am trying to like speak to as many people as possible just so that I can like go. I just immediately went into action. You know what yeah, I mean? That's great. Like, I started like finding out, like, okay, like, how else could we do it? What could we do? And we're going to move it to New York because, so like, even if this calms down, I personally think it's going to be like a month
2: or two, to be honest. I feel like it's going to be bad for the next two weeks. Like people are going to have to stay home. Yeah. Like people will be, well, I'm hoping you're right
3: about the two weeks. Amanda in our office, her sister's uh, works in like a, it, I think it's like an infectious disease clinic. She says mm-hmm. that two weeks will be the peak. Yeah. And that's just, that, that's just like one person's opinion. Like, I don't want to like go by that. Like, that's just what, like she said. Some people think it's like, I I don't know. I think it's going to take a, a while. So, so the, it might take a couple months so we're thinking like maybe the wedding will be in june maybe it'll be in october like it's a kind of depends but our but basically the reason we had to cancel it and like make it so definitive is because Avi's sister is coming for, lives in israel a lot of his family lives in israel our rabbi lives in israel his grandparents are one of them comes is coming from israel the other is like elderly and like he, like her husband like he can't like he couldn't fly now you know what i mean So that's, like, a ton of family that can't come. Plus, like, what fun is a wedding when everyone's, like, I won't touch anybody?
2: Like, you know what I mean? Or any of the food. I don't, like, you know, like, it's, I don't want to touch what was. I don't know how this was prepared. Yeah, like, it's scary. And I also was thinking about the fact that, like, if if we, the (laughs) Ute, like, carry it, and we're among, like, so many, like, older older people, like, over 60, like, their chances of getting it from one of us, whoever might be carrying it, which is high, yeah, they could get it, and that's like not a risk worth taking.
3: Also, both my parents are over sixty, and like ha- my dad had cancer twice, like lung cancer. Like he yeah. can't fight this if it's really bad, and the healthcare system's overrun. My mom, like my dad, was gonna come to the wedding. My mom, like obviously, takes so many medications. Like she has so much shit. Yeah. She has an inhaler, like. She, you know, she, honestly, for the first time in my life, I'm so happy she is a germaphobic recluse. I can't even tell you. Like, <gasps> <gasps> oh my God. Hold
2: on. I wish I could send you a picture. So people could see, but like, Denise, Rusty's mom, has been texting us pictures of her care package that Rusty has to pick up from the house. Which is literally like as if she's sending a care package to camp, except it's all cleaning, like things. Oh my god! It's like mass amounts of Lysol, like so much hand sanitizer, so much soap, like literally. Yeah. And then she packed. She took a picture. She put it in a bag. She put it on the chair. just like, "Rusty, get it today." <laughs> oh my <laughs> I'm god! Like, Great. Avi and <laughs> I found out that
3: the Morton Williams near our apartment is getting a shipment of hand sanitizer today, and like after this podcast, I'm tasked with going to pick it up. I
2: also I read that like medicine.
3: I yeah, what you I say? read
2: somewhere that hand sanitizer has to be like a very high percent alcohol base for it to actually be effective because some aren't. And, yeah. um, the most effective thing is like really scrubbing soap. your hands with soap, real soap, not like bullshit.
3: Oh, I've been like, my hands are so dry, you wouldn't imagine. Like, I've been. This has obviously kicked up my OCD. Like the fact that I, I told you I put a Clorox wipe in my mouth. Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll talk. Okay, I Okay, just before I was just between going to visit my potential new wedding venue and going to Starbucks to pick up coffee before this, yeah. I was in Starbucks and I like picked up a straw, but I accidentally tried to open the straw with my mouth for a second. And I got so nervous that I had I first of all, I was holding my coffee cup with a Lysol wipe because that is how I hold (laughs) things in public now. (laughs) And (laughs) that I actually like put the Lysol wipe like on my mat, like in on my (laughs) mouth in the spot. It was only like right here in the corner.
2: (laughs) So (laughs) so
3: I like put the Lysol wipe there and treated. Yeah, and then I came home and I brushed my teeth and I scrubbed my hands and like that is the sitch like. And, and every time I leave the house, I like disinfect my shit that I touched when I left.
2: Like, what do you mean?
3: Like I take a Clorox wipe, put it all over my wallet.
2: Yesterday I took cash out of the
3: ATM. I Clorox oh, wiped yeah. the cash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I Clorox wipe my, I know I, I, I alcohol wipe my phone. Like we have yeah. these alcohol wipes. Like a lot. Yeah, I think I,
3: I also read this thread about what you should do. Like if you actually get coronavirus and you're like young and okay, like, You you just have to get, like, a lot of cough medicines and, like, a humidifier and, like, a bunch of stuff like that.
1: It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try smalls. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even wanna try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. now is the time to make the switch to smalls head to smalls.com dst and use promo code dst at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping that's the best offer you'll find but you have to use my code dst for 50% off your first order one last time that's promo code dst for 50% off your first order plus free shipping
2: Okay so I feel like we should answer some questions. People wrote in a lot of questions asking Sammy about what she's going to be doing which she said she's canceled. I think that's very brave of you to cancel. I mean it's a big step. And then you just like once it's so much it's so much harder to be in limbo when you don't know what yes. to do than when you yes. make a decision and you're like this is just what we're going with. I'm confident. Now I know what to do. Yes. I feel like it's it's scary but then you can handle it.
3: I yeah I mean I honestly felt like relieved after it happened and I don't know I started thinking about how like this is something this is like a moment that like really scared me that like I knew was gonna come and like now it's here like I feel almost like relieved that like now it's here and like it's here and it's just now I know what it is and I like am here and it's fine (laughs) it's fine
2: (laughs) but yeah. it's
3: not fine. But like, my therapist is giving me lots of like encouragement and stuff.
2: Um, like what? Like what? am no, share with everyone.
3: Okay, I'll get anybody's going through like you're going good through. Ang- Okay, here's a good anxiety exercise that I will. Okay, this is um, I want to share something from the weekend when I I put on um on my story while I was in Beaver Creek, which I'm so happy we got that trip in just under the wire. Um, yeah she okay so i was like having a panic attack so i texted her i'm really anxious about corona affecting my wedding Things you getting it canceled and i'm worried it's gonna fall apart and no one will come or flights will be canceled i'll be on the hook with these vendors we won't even get to have the wedding we're away skiing for anniversary and i can't even enjoy it because of this so she texts me back and her her message to me is basically about like mindfulness like like that if you just kind of like embrace in the moment and like see what it feels like to like, just be where you are. That's like the most calming thing basically. And just Uh keep returning your mind to like the present. It's basically mindfulness without being like, Oh, you have to meditate for 10 minutes. So this is her response. I know these uncertain times, these are very uncertain times. And it's so very hard to not know when your wedding will, how your wedding will or won't be impacted for the most part. I hope you keep returning your brain to the present and the experience of skiing over and over Since of course the rumination won't change the outcome. Try to focus. This is the good advice. I think Mm -hmm. try to focus on sensory cues, what it feels like to move, what it looks like to ski through snow, what it sounds like. If it helps develop a backup plan for what you want to do, blah, blah, blah. But the all, um, if not, all you can do is give yourself a mental workout with all the refocusing on the present that you can muster. So like, I started trying to do that with like other stuff. Like when I have Bruce, just like, he's here and like he's so nice like (laughs) looking on the video and like what it really feels like to like have him and like just so i can like actually appreciate like what's happening now and not be like frantically like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen
2: yeah so that's good so your therapist sent that advice like the mindfulness yes so it's where is it where do you feel like it's
3: effective I do feel like it's effective, but you have to like do it all day, and that's very difficult. It's a practice. It's a practice.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, so should we should we read some questions from people asking all about? Yes, you your wedding. Um, just overall, people were asking us some questions about like precautions and what we're doing. So people okay. asked, "Are we?" Are we still taking the subway? Are we still going to the gym? Are we going to be buying more food? And are we canceling our travel plans? Okay, so are you taking the subway? No, 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 no. There are people who are still working. Like there are a lot of yeah. law firms that are not closing down.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that personally, that's irresponsible. If a company like could work from home, I think that they should be because I find it's it that-
2: crazy. Like they like they could be like liable if they don't tell people to go home or like at least at the very least, if you're not comfortable, go home. The pace that this like has changed. It's like.
3: If you're not ahead of it, you're really behind it. That's sort of what I know. Like, and I know that on Sunday night, like you and I were going back and forth about like, should we close? Should we do we want to instill panic? But like, I've only become so much more confident in that decision because. First of all, we're very lucky that we can work from home. Like we can do this. We're like built for this. I mean, it's obviously better to be in person, but like we are very lucky. We're not, we're very lucky. We're not like in the service industry. There are a lot of people who can't just postpone stuff. Like they have to go, like go to their job. Like they can't afford to not. And like, that's, what's so scary about the situation and like what could potentially overload the health system. Like that's why it's up to us, I think to not really be going places because like we don't need to. Yeah. You know?
2: I feel bad for a lot of the businesses, specifically like the ones that require foot traffic and like a lot of restaurants. Really so towns, gyms, like mail places, like like really just so many different places. And then and then I was reading that they were um different states are are changing or different companies, like big companies are changing like um, people like p- hourly workers like b- uh sick leave so that they can be paid during that time so I mean there's I never even I honestly yeah. never even thought of that that like people are yeah. afraid like even if they did get sick they're afraid to not go to work because they can't afford to not get paid that to me is like I didn't didn't think about that until I was reading all about it well
3: so that's why that's where Twitter is so, like, that's where I got kind of like, I was able to get the full picture early because you have someone who's like, you hear people like throwing out these yeah. things that seem wild in the mainstream, but like they're really happening to people. And like, they're like, if you read about the people whose like bosses like to- have told them to go to work, even if they're sick or said that like their sick days, they like won't get extra six days or something, like those people are going to spread the virus. And that's why the system will become overrun. And like not to connect this back to our Keep It 100 campaign, but this is why voting is important because you want to have in a crisis, you want to make sure that you have the right people who are going to do the right thing in a, in a crisis. Like I watched Bill yeah. de Blasio go on, I watched Bill de Blasio go on the news yesterday and he totally downplayed it. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like you are going to mm-hmm. seem so irresponsible in like five hours. It's a joke.
2: And then yeah. he did he seemed irresponsible right oh well okay next question we're so we're not taking the subway we're not going to the gym obviously no my boxing trainer is coming tomorrow oh that's nice I have so I obviously have a peloton and um yeah so so I did it today but like the last few days I just hadn't been doing it and I find that like I want to do it more when I can't (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> because I, like, <laughs> I'm like i playing hard to get with my bike, Yeah, <laughs> like it's there and I'm like, I have so much time. I could get it at any time. And then like, I don't, but yeah. so I fit it in today, but yeah. definitely I'm not going, no, no offense to any gym. I'm just, it's just like, I'd rather try to be safe. But...
3: Yeah. And it's, 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 it's not selfish. It's not to prevent like you from getting it. It's to, if you're a carrier, let's say, it, it's for other people it's for like the good of the whole thing like everybody it's like it really is a crazy thing that like everyone in the world is all on the same page or needs to get on the same page that we're yeah. all doing this for each other's benefit like so that we can yeah. all have not like we can minimize the damage of the next like six months to a year really um yeah i think i i think i'm gonna try to go for more runs because I'm, I'm right near central park and like i don't think being outside is so bad
2: no, it's not. It's not airborne. So it's, it's like really airborne, but no, yeah, it's no. not. It's not airborne it at all. No, they like downgraded. It. Rusty told me from the hospital they like brought it down from like aerosol to only droplets. So you can only get it. That's why like people wear masks to protect them from. Let's say if like you're close to someone. Someone could when you talk like you could get yeah. spit in your face. A but also it protects you from touching your own face and you can get it into your mouth or your nose if, like, you touch something. Um I also right. Googled, <laughs> I also Googled if, like, Sansa could get it. <laughs> like, oh, my God. To I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid
3: to Google now, it. What, did, what was your response? I read,
2: your? I mean, I read it, I, I tried to read a bunch of different sources, but I read that even though it was transmitted originally from animals, animals can't, like, I mean, I get, I, I don't know if this has been updated, but animal. it's what I Googled, was that animals can't necessarily get infected. But if you are shedding the virus, like there's viral shed, it, like it can go on them the same way it can go on the floor. And right. so so I don't and really they know. And they can pass
3: it. So they're like a
2: carrier. possibly, pass, but not really. Like it just, it depends on the situation. It's, it's you, less likely you define, for them to get it.
3: Can you define the term viral shedding? Because I think that's a very important term that people will start to hear more. Are you googling it right now? Because you're paused.
2: Do you need me to google it? No, I can. Viral no, shedding. No, I just. Well, you I were just, just talking so... about it. I'm sure Rusty
3: talked to you about it.
2: Because I um, I read about that a lot. Well, first of all, viral shedding. It's like it's like when it reproduces. I think.
3: Well, no, Hold I on. think it's what I think it just means when you're sh- when you have the virus and you're like getting you're getting rid of it because I read that on average people who have it infect two to three other people.
2: Yeah, I remember. It's like one to two to three. Um, Hold on. Viral shedding refers to the expulsion and release of viral progeny. Right, so it's after they reproduce, following successful reproduction during a host cell infection. Once a replication has been completed and the host cell ex- is exhausted of all its resources in making viral progeny, so basically, like, the, it's little babies, the virus <laughs> may begin to leave the cell by several methods. So, like... I'm assuming it physically comes off you, right?
3: Yeah, that's how I envision it.
2: Like shedding, like a little donkey.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: here's um, the thing with the dogs. It
3: did come from animals, but I think it was because someone ate the animal with the virus, yeah. not like they hung out with the animal. With
2: the no, no, no. I know, but but that that says that the that's saying that the animal originally had it. Right. Yeah.
3: Which is what they think.
2: But anyway, so every and anytime I walk Sansa, I clean her paws. Oh,
3: smart. I'm going to do that from now on.
2: Yeah. I, I never do them. that. Pause. I clean them regardless of the virus. How are you doing? Do you know with, how much fucking like, urine is on the, the street? Oh, my God. <laughs> True. <laughs> how are you doing
3: with uh, the not touching your face? I've gotten a little better. No, not know.
2: I, I'm trying. I, I'm trying and I just can't. Like, okay, I've been trying to, like, anytime I touch an elevator, I use my knuckles, but then sometimes I'll, like, like, to be safe, we'll touch my face, with we'll only my knuckles, and I'm like, fuck, now it's really right. defeating all the
3: points. Right. Well, I'm, like, I'm just trying to stay away from the eyes, nose, mouth, and ears. Like, if I touch my cheek, like, it's not, a, like, I'm trying to not, I'm, but I try I'm, to stay, like, in the neck area.
2: I've been aware of the fact that or the forehead. your face like I just did it because you're doing yeah. it um your face like itches all the time <laughs> like and that's why we're constantly touching it like there's always something yeah. like to touch like it's the nerve endings are very thin yeah. and so there's it makes you want to just touch your face I never noticed it yet yeah, like you're doing it right yeah, I just did it so, I had an itch need, I like, had an itch. I need oh, like I a that, like, jacket
3: a lot of changes society that come out of this more changes obviously the longer it goes on and i think that like when i said that this is like our 9-11 i just mean that in the sense that like it's a very big deal that shifts the way things are what i mean is i think that a lot of things will change like i think it's possible that if people get used to not shaking hands like we won't shake hands anymore it's possible that people are going to become like much more sanitary from this maybe they'll and become most- more isolated like i could see people becoming is- more isolated i could see this like if if we're doing this for, like, a month or two, like, more things becoming, like, automated in certain ways, like, new businesses maybe coming out of this. Like, I think that there could be a lot of changes from this
2: that we don't even, like, see yet. My favorite tweet slash meme was the one we also posted. It was, like, now we'll actually see which meetings could have been in email. Like, and I'm really enjoying the fact that we can we can get this yeah. shit done yeah. briefly and virtually like it doesn't all need to be this long because every time you meet in person it's prolonged by 30 minutes yeah like you just do on tangents and you just t- and you're like i don't have time for this shit <laughs> i'm when like, yeah. you're on a phone so, and
3: ashley's sweet about how you'll see which email which phone call could have been an email is even more Oh yeah! I know that tweet was about me. I def- I had a conversation with her yesterday, and I saw the tweet. And I was like, "Oh, that was about my conversation." Probably
2: <laughs> <laughs> feeling self-conscious.
3: Um, <laughs> Honestly, I ra- sometimes I just rather not put things always in writing. Or sometimes you would want to put things in writing. It depends.
2: Well, yeah, I agree. Um, okay, yeah. so other people ask, "Are you buying more food?" I bought more food.
3: I'll continue to buy more food. And I'm gonna buy some like cold medicine and shit.
2: Um, cold medicine. Okay, that's smart. Um, I I didn't buy anything. I'm going away this weekend. this brings us to the next question. Are you canceling your travel plans? Um, so my birthday is no. this Saturday. <laughs> and Rusty oh. and Rossi's birthday is on Tuesday, and we we were all gonna so we're going to the Bahamas, but I messaged the hotel and they were like, there are no cases in the Bahamas. And I'm just gonna like wear a hazmat suit in the airport. And what are you really? What are you gonna wear in the airport? Um, I'm probably gonna wear gloves and my mom a mask. Yeah, my mom wears gloves in
3: a restaurant, so not that. What do you mean? Like she she went to a restaurant yesterday and she was wearing
2: gloves, like winter gloves or surgical gloves.
3: I think surgical.
2: I saw a picture. I'll show
3: you a picture. Um, Where
2: she is cert- it? Wait, yeah sh- your mom wore latex gloves to a restaurant. Yeah, and it, it was <laughs> I mean, Stop. she doesn't
3: care. Look, yeah, look, I guess yeah, I don't latex
2: know. gloves. Oh, okay, that's insane. <laughs> no, it's not insane. It's amazing. Um glue. I, I don't have this ones.
3: she's gonna stay safe. Here's the thing, I. For once, I trust her to, like, really stay safe. Like, we're so lucky that we are homebodies. I don't know how Avi's going to handle it. Like, he needs to be moving.
2: My, my thing is that, like, wearing gloves, like, you just have, I guess you don't have to wash your hands because you just take them off and throw them out. But, like, you can still touch your face with the gloves. Right. You just have gloves. to not touch your face.
3: It's really, yeah. the, whole game, the whole game is cleaning your hands and wa- and not touching your face. Because if you if you even if your hands aren't clean, if you don't touch your face, you're less at risk. Then you're like less at risk personally.
2: Yeah, you could still be I a mean, carrier. On, on Tuesday we were because it's Rusty's birthday on Tuesday, and we were all going to Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway, and they emailed oh. yesterday saying um, they're postponing it till September. Oh yeah, I canceled a theater. I was supposed to go see Chicago
3: tonight, and we're not going. We're just like.
2: But did they cancel it? The sh- the show.
3: They, 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 I don't think they have, but they might. We just, she's emailing them and calling them, and no one's even like answering. My mom's trying to call JetBlue to like change a flight. No one's answering anything.
2: It's like, yeah, that kind of thing. I still, ha- I still haven't changed my flight to Japan or canceled it, rather, because we've been waiting till it was like more of an emergency for them to waive like your three hundred dollars cancellation fee. They wouldn't in the beginning, despite like now. all the travel advisories. Yeah, they might now, but I
0: can't get on the phone with them. That's N U U L Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime
2: Okay, guys, so on the topic of Sammy being grown a bride and having to cancel our wedding, we we went to our Betches Brides group on Facebook, and we were reading a bunch of threads, and there are a lot of people asking questions because Sammy is not the only one going through this. It's, like we said, a pandemic <laughs> as it relates to weddings also during this time. So I'm going to read one question from the group. Hello, Batches. I'm getting married in Ravello, Italy, in the Amalfi Coast on May 29th. As many of you probably know, there was a recent outbreak of coronavirus in northern Italy, and they've discouraged travel to that region. My wedding is in southern Italy, so there's currently no travel closures for that region. After the press conference with the CDC yesterday, both my fiancé and I's parents have reached out to us saying they're concerned about traveling to Italy. Apparently, a few of the older wedding guests and people with children are saying they don't know if it will be safe to travel. They said that many reports are saying Rome Airport is likely to be closed, although that hasn't happened yet and may not. And that's the airport half my guests are using. They also said they think people won't want to have layovers at major European airports because of the international flights. My fiance and I aren't worried much at all, but we're a healthy young couple with no kids. The real concern is that many of our wedding Contracts have a clause that we can't that we can get a refund or at least a partial refund if we cancel at least ninety days out, which is coming up in a week. Neither of our parents have told us to cancel, but we feel like they want us to. Also but they're not saying it. Also, my mom is a pretty cautious person, so I know if it were just a personal vacation, For her, she would have canceled by now. My question is, what do you do? Should I try to reschedule, cancel the wedding to save the money even though things may turn out fine? Or should I just wait and see knowing I could lose a very large sum of money? Also, is it inconsiderate of me to keep everything on track knowing this means some of my family won't be able to come? Sammy, give it to us. What What should she do?
3: I mean, it's tough because it's like basically June and we're April, May. There's like two and a half months till that. I think she should probably cancel and get her money back. And that way she can use the money towards another wedding in Italy later in the year, if it's possible and like try to rebook for like September, October. Um, I really think you should get your money back as soon as possible. Um, it's like the safest thing to do because even if things are like fine, like Italy is right now in a major crisis and like, I don't think they're going to necessarily get it hundred percent together in three months. And even if they do have it together, the virus is still going to be spreading in Italy. So there will be, there are the concerns about older people. Like, I think that those concerns are just like going to be something we're living with for the next like few months to a year. Like I don't, that's, that's right. why I would say you should cancel and you'll get your money back. You can do the wedding at a different time, the exact same wedding.
2: It, yeah i i would also agree like it's better to be safer and it's it just of not you worth worrying it. it's not
3: worth it like it sucks like i literally just did it like it's really heartbreaking but you when you do have your wedding it's going to be much more satisfying because it will be at a time when people aren't like panicking over a pandemic like it really <laughs> puts a damper on the mood
2: Yeah, for sure. So, if if cancel if she hasn't already, because it seems like she probably sent this like a few days ago. Like, can you imagine how much has changed? Yeah, Um, I hope right, right. Like the fact
3: that like so much has changed, like tells me that like you shouldn't. You should be erring on the safe side. Everyone should be erring on the safe side because of how quickly things are happening.
2: Yeah, and we're not saying just like
3: panic. Just be more. Don't panic. Yeah,
2: be no. It's not a panic thing.
3: It's just it's just you. You have to do what you need to do. I don't think canceling my wedding was a panicked move. I think it was like a reasoned move. Like yeah. I spoke to like we spoke to our parents, and they both were like, "It really just makes more sense for you to cancel." And we like once we saw that that was true, it was like we're obviously going to cancel.
2: It's also to me doesn't make sense to spend that much money, like the way that you spend for a wedding, or don't whatever to spend a considerably amount more um, more money than a normal event for something that you're not 100% happy with. So like if you're yeah. if you're worried about, you're going to be worried the whole time. You're going to be stressed. All these people couldn't be there. You're going to be worried. Did I make the wrong choice? It's better to like just postpone so that you could really s- spend what even if you yeah. lose some money, spend the money that you are spending on a day where it feels so much less like a burden or like a, a giant ball of anxiety.
3: Yeah. There's other things to be anxious about in a wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And here's what I was like sort of thinking about. I was like, okay, like it sucks. I'm going to now be probably engaged for like a long time. Like I'm very done being engaged. Like I've had a wedding plans. Now I have to start over. Like it's kind of wild. But first of all, I happen to like wedding planning. Second of all, um, (laughs) second of all, like this is a very scary thing. And like, we're very lucky even you know those of us whose weddings are canceled like we're very lucky that like we get to be with our partner you know what i mean like you have a partner in this which is a very special thing like not like that's not to be yeah. taken for granted and i think that like ultimately this probably will make your relationship stronger in a way like that's kind of how i see it that's like it's an opportunity to put it.
2: mm-hmm.
3: see i really the just to work that crisis it is an opportunity to work together because you have to work together and you have to like deal with it together. It sucks.
2: Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let's ask, uh, answer some other questions um, from the Facebook group or on Instagram because we also asked the bride's Instagram. We asked the DSD Instagram and we pulled some of the best questions. Okay. So any U.S. based honeymoon ideas we want to do? So these are wedding based. We want to do Europe, but with coronavirus spreading, we are seeking alternatives. Remember when Zika was uh, the issue?
3: <laughs> oh my god, my mom brought that up. She's like, she's like, remember Zika? I'm like, oh God, don't even. Like, don't you dare compare this to Zika. No, like, but I on. mean,
2: remember when everybody was yeah. stressed about Zika and still are, like when yeah. they come when it comes to travel and like No. I don't know <laughs> anyone too- who has people who use zika as an excuse should be like laugh like laughing
3: (laughs) i don't yeah i don't even understand like i haven't heard about zika in a long time but can i say i'm very excited that the person who was on obama's ebola um board or whatever his like task force is now going on joe biden's coronavirus task force and i am happy about that to see that that is happening because like i think the biggest issue with this is leadership is that no one is like Saying Just what stepping up, stepping up, like being real about it. um But U.S. based yeah. honeymoon ideas: jerry It's so
2: expensive. <laughs> okay, but like, she was going to Europe. I guess, but that's please is really expensive. But yeah, Amanjiri is like a, its a luxury place. Napa's nice. Depends when.
3: You could go to the Bahamas. Like that's we currently have a trip there. to we currently have a trip to Anguilla and saint bart's booked i don't know if that's going to happen i think we might have to that was supposed to be our honeymoon after we canceled our first honeymoon to italy and spain and morocco so now
2: oh my gosh we well, have at this, least you're going to. So, are you going to cancel well, it? i don't
3: know if, i don't know if we should cancel it
2: yeah what's the I policy of the airlines
3: the, the, the flight was so cheap because it was from Florida. So we first have to fly to Florida now. Um, uh-huh. It was a hundred dollars on the way there. Oh my God. The state Martin. Yeah. And, but the hotel is expensive and they have like a 31 day cancellation policy, which is like kind of soon. I'm going to ask them if maybe they would like, well, the one of them has that the other one's cancelable.
2: Yes. Yeah, if, if they could waive that policy. Right, where
3: are, where else could people go? They could go to Miami.
2: Yeah, I guess they you could, could go, go to Blackberry Farms. Another expensive like farm. It? Um, yeah. Is it expensive? <laughs> Is it expensive? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't checked. You, could, it. you know, you could go in Canada. Stona. Oh, that's pretty. Oh. You could go to Canada. Um, in if you're going in the summer, you could go to um, Bam. It's really, really pretty there. Um, yeah. Like there's really pretty blue, really blue lakes. And it's like a nice place. Or you could also go in the winter. That's what you want.
3: Obviously, Abby went to Montana one year. He said it was like beautiful. You go to Big Sky.
2: That's cool. Wyoming, yeah. the Kardashians are bringing back.
3: <laughs> yeah. Kiawa um, Island. Kiowa Island. South Carolina. What about,
2: what about like the key, Keys, the Florida Keys?
3: You could do that. I think Jordana's going there soon.
2: Mm. Yeah, she's for... going the weekend after me. You could go to Mexico. Yeah. I love Mexico. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so those are some ideas. <laughs> okay. Do you have any now, more? I'm trying to think. We'll try to um come up with some and maybe you'll we'll put it on the bride's Instagram. If you're in New York, there's this really cute place
3: called Scribner's Lodge in the Catskills. If you want something like really low key or not, it's not like it's not, it's very nice, but it's not like a trip. If you are of New York based.
2: Yeah. You go to the Hamptons. <laughs> you go to the Hamptons. Um, okay. Should I ask guests if they are still coming or pretend it doesn't exist? <laughs> you should pretend you, you should pretend it doesn't exist.
3: Yeah. That's great. It's not, yeah. it's not really like your job to chase down your guests to like uh, ask them their plans, honestly.
2: Well, I feel though, if like people aren't saying anything, you don't think like you would email like a mass. I don't know. I would, if you weren't canceling your wedding, like, okay, say your wedding was in New York, the same, the same date, but it was in New York. What would you do? Um,
3: we would have waited and seen.
2: For how long? So when?
3: Probably until like a few weeks, like probably for like two more weeks.
2: What about, like, all the people
3: flying in? So we would have waited to see how long that lasted. Like, if the the issue with the Israel people, which is, like, a huge chunk of people, like, is that Israel has instituted something where if you leave the country and you come back, you have to be quarantined for two weeks. So that's their policy. And, like, don't know how that was really going to work out for all those people. So. I don't yeah. know it depends who would still come. If the critical people would still come, that would be. And like, it depends on like what the status of the Israel quarantine is in like a few weeks, right?
2: Um, question about quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, wait. So go 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 ahead. Yeah. You think asking? No, no, no. What's our question? No, no. no well, well, I
3: think I think it depends on the situation. Like, it really depends on your situation. Like, is a destination? Are people flying? Like, I think. You can also email everyone and be like, we're monitoring the situation. Please let me know if anything changes.
2: Right. Okay. I have a question about quarantining. Yeah. Let's, let's, say, let's say Israel makes you quarantine yourself. Who is... Or is it like... Regulating it? Yeah. Who's regulating it? Is it the honest system of quarantining?
3: I don't know. I can ask someone. Actually, I'll try to ask someone. I like, I'm not really, really sure. want to know that. I mean... Like, the the mindset in Israel, I do believe people would do it.
2: But let's say in you ask, you have to like if you you have to quarantine yourself if you're sick. Wait, no. I know someone in quarantine.
3: I'll tell you after, you like too. real quarantine, because she real quarantine because she knows someone who's
2: who has it quarantine like she's social distancing herself from them she's quarantining herself like she has it or she isolating
3: herself she does not have it she's in her home and if you're not showing symptoms you're allowed to like walk around your
2: home and she's not showing
3: symptoms like you can like not be like isolated in your room like you can like wander freely in the home but you can't go
2: outside oh my god the worst part of it is like if you're so sick the last thing you want to do is be alone. Like that's that's the saddest part, and like you have to take care of yourself. I know. <laughs> like, Did you ever see the? Movie? I become such a baby when I'm sick, and I'm just like, "Please." <laughs> I mean, I really hope you don't get sick. Did you ever see the movie yeah. Balto?
3: Balto, Balto. It's a cartoon movie with the dog sledding, and they they get the medicine for like the kids. No oh I my have god not. okay it's an animated movie it's based on a true story about like the diphtheria epidemic in alaska in like some year a long ass time ago and they didn't have like planes or something and yeah. they basically like had to they like ran out of medicine and all these kids were quarantined And this, this is a cartoon keep in mind so you have like talking dogs it's a great movie <laughs> <laughs> and you have all these kids in quarantine and these dog this dog sled team has to bring the medicine to the
2: kids, okay. So, so, so you're like, being taken care of by your dog. <laughs> okay, at least I have Sansa. No, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't even.
3: I mean, it just reminded me of that, like all these kids in quarantine, and the you see the dog like so sad that like her owner is in quarantine. She's like wants to save her owner so badly. It's so sad.
2: Oh, so sad. It's probably um, You can watch it. I'll check it out. I'll download it <laughs> for my flight. <laughs> Um oh, no, please look at bruce okay,
3: staring at me. He wants to leave. He's like. Oh, this is what he here? would be in
2: quarantine. That's what he would yeah, I, in quarantine be like. Okay, let's go to All right, let's go to the next question. I feel like all of these are basically should I'm getting married in Tuscany? <laughs> How do I deal with sixty so percent of the, the wedding's dropping wedding? Out? Um, yeah, you gotta cancel. How do I politely tell people to stop sending me news articles? Ooh, this is good. How do I politely Uh, tell people to stop sending me news articles if I'm already nervous enough?
3: I did this. I was like, you're adding to my anxiety. Please stop. And now this is actually the person. (laughs) No, no, no. The person I said this to was actually my friend who's the events director at the venue that I use. And she was kind of like the whole time she was like, she was like, what are you she was like trying to like help me because she like does events and yeah. she's like what are you gonna do but she was making me more anxious but ultimately now yeah. like i'm grateful she's that she like you. got me yeah. on it yeah oh my god wait but okay i have to tell you about the venue because i actually think it there it may be a sign that we're like supposed to get married There, like should i say what the name glad. like should i say the name because it's more the description of the place like put it this way the party of the wedding is literally be in like a library
2: that you like clear out. That's great, Matilda. <laughs> I know. I know. yeah, like, no, it's beautiful. But the room
3: that I sent you that room, that room is a library. Like I went in and there are like people doing work. Oh and then well, they transform like, wait, it you... into a party.
2: I think that is a sign.
3: Also there's a statue of Abraham Lincoln outside. And I call Avi like honest Abe. Abe. Like it's an old
2: joke we have. And, it's, and let's and based on the name, you you love history. history?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have. To say, there's if there's like a Constitution exhibit. There's an Oval Office exhibit. I might post a picture for me. I saw I that on Instagram.
2: Did I you I saw that? Yeah. Well. Um, okay. This is.
3: what well, should I Instagram this <laughs>
2: Yeah, you should tell everyone you're um you're creating a travel ban from your apartment, um oh <laughs> for the next thirty days. Um, okay, let's ask one. Let's do one more question from the um Facebook group. Um, are you comfortable going to the gym during the spread of Corona? I live in a big city and I've stopped going to the gym altogether. Is it possible that gyms are going to be ghost towns for the next several weeks? I can already feel myself gaining back that holiday weight. Um, what you? Were you? What What are your thoughts?
3: My thoughts are like, I'm not really interested in going to a gym, but I find this time to be very unmotivating. Like just being home all I the know. time makes you want to like, we're very lucky that we like to be home. I will say
2: that. Some people can't I handle like, it. I like to be home, but honestly, I have I feel like I've Gross. changed. No, I feel like I've changed since like back when I was just like obsessed with being home. I, I, I don't really love it as much and i mean i like to like i just like to be like comfortable but yeah i like going out and about and not being able to have it makes me kind of question everything <laughs> honestly i feel like if as long as i can do one to
3: two errands a day and just get outside for like a few minutes i'll be okay yeah
2: um so especially if you i can doing- run I think, yeah, people so should, running- I think you should
3: run outdoors like, you're not going to get it from, from running outdoors. Um, yeah, I might swim in my building. Yeah, yeah, well, don't. I might swim in my building.
2: No, don't Obvious do that. Avi
3: chlorine, says chlorine would kill it. My hands are so dry.
2: I know. I've been lotioning. Wash Um yeah. You think chlorine kills it? I would Google it. He thinks it does, I mean, but Google I mean, that. I'm sure it does, but, like, I don't know how chlorinated your pool is.
4: Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches.
2: Let's do non-scale wins, shall we? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You go, you go, then I'll read, then I'll go. No, you read. (laughs) Okay. Should I read the uh,
3: listener? Yeah. Okay. Hi guys, I just want to say I love the podcast and you guys being honest and vulnerable about your own personal journeys. I wanted to share my non-scale win, which involves my first bridal dress fitting today. I've had a history of over binge eating and restricting. And usually if I had a fitting or a special occasion, I'd restrict and over-exercise to ensure I didn't gain any weight or feel negatively about my body image. Well, today, because I've refrained from that behavior by going to therapy and gaining support, that is not a thought on my mind. I had my usual breakfast, my strength training workout, and I even had a second meal by the time I headed in for my fitting at 2 p.m. Such a difference from where I'd be if this was five years ago. Again, so grateful for your podcast. and I look forward to hearing from you guys every Sunday. Love you. XOX. All the
2: best. I want to read a win from the Facebook group that I saw yesterday that I personally loved. Okay, here it is. From the from the fa- DST, tomorrow Tomorrow's Facebook group. If you're not in it, go join. So this person writes, I don't weigh myself at home, but this morning I went to the doctor and I've lost 35 pounds. I have to say, I don't think I could have done it without this podcast. The amazing guests Ooh. are such a great resource, but also just not feeling alone listening to Sammy Aileen say what I felt my whole life. In the time that I've listened, I've not only lost weight, but I've run three 5Ks, signed up for a 10K, joined a running club, and done about 75 orange theory classes. I've also had wine, ordered pizza, made pancakes on Sundays, and eaten birthday cake in the office.
3: Isn't that cute? Wow, that's great.
2: We and love I thought her. it was a non scale win because she. She said she didn't just talk about like weight loss. She talked about the all the she did a 5K. She signed up for half marathon. She like ate cupcakes. and I liked it a lot. She changed her life. She changed her she's like Britney runs a marathon. Yeah. So. I mean, I've also changed so much through this
3: podcast. But okay, what's your win, Sammy? Here's some good news that I just learned via the Subtext chat. Do- the World Health Organization has announced that dogs cannot contract
2: coronavirus yay in real time news Brucey, Brucey, you're safe. You're safe, you're okay. safe. you don't even you don't even you don't even get it
3: bruce so i guess you know. bruce will be able to be like the dog in balto after all
2: <laughs> okay is that your dog's win okay. or your win that's bruce's win my
3: win is that I put this on my Instagram this weekend. I got like very good at skiing. Or not like very good, but I got like You did look good. I got like, thank you. I got like to a level where I'm satisfied with myself and I had just such a great time. Like this is how good I wanted to be so that I could enjoy it and not be terrified on like a normal mountain. Um and I got a really hard mountain.
2: It's so much better to ski out there and feel confident in yourself. Like it's better than in New York City because it's just ice and, and you fall and it hurts like fucking hell.
3: And it's dangerous and you feel out of control when it's icy. So it was really good. It was a great time. And I feel like I got better and I'm happy with that. Good job. What's your, what's your win?
2: Thank you. Um, my win is I feel like I'm very proud of myself for it. It's that I, so I went to Boston this weekend besides my, my rock climbing, which obviously was great. But yeah. But actually, it was a big win for me to do that because I was very scared to do it. Like my knee, not no one's holding you. And I was very surprised with my strength. My brother was like cheering me on. He was like, wow, Alien, you're so strong. That wasn't my win, but I just like to brag there. Um, yeah. My win is that I felt ready to actually uh, do Lisa Hames' like, Ditch Diets for Good Fundamentals course. I did the whole thing on my on the drive back, to from um from Boston, and I'm trying a whole like mindful eating approach this whole week, and it's been great. Like I'm gonna That's I'm gonna great. pause it there. I'm not gonna say any more. I'll give you guys a, a larger update when it's longer than the day this amount of time because I only I said to myself it's only I'm only gonna do it for one week because. Okay, really short thing. Like this is one good step week at a time. To do it. I know it's a good week. Well, not oh. really. No, because you're home constantly, food everywhere, which leads, and you're not like distracted to the point where, you know, you're not around a kitchen. So, right. but it's not
3: like good food. It's not like like nothing here is that great. Or at least for me, it's all sort of like
2: meh. You did Although just get friend, a tub of cream cheese.
3: <laughs> okay, but like, but I'm gonna eat that with like nothing that great. You know. No, not, I don't have a bagel. Like,
2: do I need to remind me you all donut. of the things you can dip in cream cheese? Yeah.
3: My friend my friend just gave me a donut from Daily Provisions to make me feel better, so I'm Aww, gonna eat that that's later. Nice. Well, the the nice thing is, that's a great non-scale win. Um I started her course, but like then I had to get more back into the wedding diet, so I didn't. That's what it I mean, was really I, great and I love her.
2: I didn't do it. I said to her I'm not ready. I'm not going to do it until I'm ready. And then I feel like yeah. it's such there's such a difference i, I cuz i knew like I, when i read into what i eating like back when we did it i was like whatever sure like you know you read it like i'm going back on my diet or like right. when i read the fuck it diet i'm like this is great like you know awesome i can't relate to being this in this mindset so then i right. i'm but i think lisa's thing which i'll I'll talk about another time like if i continue to stay on this but i think it's it's before it's like a level under um Intuitive, about eating. The diet I and intuitive eating and i yeah. really think if anybody's considering like maybe pausing a diet and they don't know kind of where to go i really i really recommend doing it yeah i mean yeah it was it, it was just a great few days and i feel better
3: it definitely like really helps like she I think she's great. I really love her. Like her whole like approach, like philosophy, everything. Just like the way she like talks about food. Like, I think it really is something that's like achievable rather than like so far from something that like I could wrap my mind around the good part. And the both and the disappointing part is like, I don't really need to be as intense on my wedding diet right now, but I'm also (laughs) just, I'm also disappointed because like I had to keep fucking doing this. Like I thought I was, I literally had started like basically like, minimize like really eating like much more protein and much more cleanly be- like on like March 1st and now.
2: Yeah. Just but now you can matter. just sort of, you can be like in a balanced mode.
3: Yeah. I'm going to not go crazy. Like there's no need,
2: no need. Maybe you could do the thing. Now we have all this time at home. Do the, I'm telling you, do the course only when you're ready, but maybe yeah. after you're running. Now that I
3: started the course, I just, I, I did two weeks of the course. I have to do the third week of the course.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm I'll, I'll, when I when I'm more in, in it, I'll like when I'm more when it's been longer than a week, or I feel like I've really made a difference, but I feel like there's so many tools in there that change your perspective. And that's a lot yeah. for me to say, because I feel like I've, I've, I know so much or we know so much when it comes to this, like the diet industry, nutrition, like all like all of it. So anyway, that was my win. But, I'm proud well, of myself. So I actually think her method
3: has a lot in common with what my therapist told me about the feelings, like feeling Mm. what it's like to be somewhere. Like, I think that that it is similar. I think it's a similar skill. You're assessing like your internal feelings. Like, do you, and you're like really sitting with them and you're like, do I really want to eat this? Or like, what do I actually want to eat? What is my body asking for? I think it's like a similar skill to be able to like just focus internally and like, and ignore the external stimuli for like a second or not ignore them, but like, be so present in them that it's not like, frantic, To and me, that you can't control yeah. yourself.
2: For me, it was a shift of focus, like before, everything I ate was a focus of how many calories was this? Or how many points was it? Or like, you know, is it on plan? And I thought that was good, right? But now when I'm shifting the focus of like, do I want how does this taste? Is it good? Like, not even do I want it? Like, do I like it? Like, right. you know, that kind of thing. And just eating a little bit slowly, just a little bit. And then my, what you, re- what I've noticed is that I've recognized new things about myself. Like, like when I start to feel any type of shame or like guilt and what happens when that happens. And it's, you real like, I feel like my brain is like opening very, very slowly and being more aware of things uh, about my, sort of disordered eating <laughs> that I thought were kind of normal before. Yeah. And yeah. And a huge part of that is to be able to, we'll get, I'll, I'm sure we'll do an episode later, but like I made a whole list of goals, mindful eating goals for myself that I didn't put in the beginning of my notebook, which was the official goals for the year. <laughs> so I made <laughs> like an addendum goal list. Oh, yeah. And I will, my next step is to cross out official goal and replace it with this when oh i'm God, ready <laughs>
3: that's so funny oh the official goal is like weight loss i
2: see yeah the weight my official my original goal was like lose 10 pounds and maintain it now yeah i made a different list right and i might cross it out physically cross it out it's going to be cathartic yes
3: it will be okay that's great i want to just yeah i just wish i could like not care
2: about food
3: although honestly i've been I've never nope, been less focused you have on to food. Care. I've never been less focused on food than the past like two weeks. I will say that. Like, I think since you past have spring, to care,
2: but you don't have to care about if it get, makes you lose weight or not. You care if right. you if it's filling you or like right. if it's nutritious rather than like right is this going to make me thin? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Do that. Okay.
3: So. <laughs> so I'll work corona on this.
2: updates. Sammy's canceled her wedding. Ring okay. the bells. Not like for good. It's for now. She's yeah, for now. Cancelled yeah. it for now, and we're proud of you collectively, the DSD, all the DST communities, and Eileen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we're proud of you. Thank you. And um, guys, e- DS, uh, Oh my god. And email us any of your like if you're going through any anxiety. DM Sammy if you also have a wedding. <laughs> You're a Corona Bride. Maybe you need to make a Corona Bride Facebook group.
3: <laughs> oh my god, Corona couples, <laughs> Corona Brides. There's a whole Corona groom. There's like a whole franchise yeah. we can make here.
2: Yeah. Um, maybe start I'm a Corona Bride. Corona Kids. Oh my god. Um, and yeah, guys, leave us a review on iTunes. We're sorry again, this is a bit different than when you normally hear, but we're doing our best here. And um, We'll just in have to our, bring the our...
3: entertainment
2: even double. We're social dis- socially distant. Yeah. distancing ourselves, but we're not distancing you from great conversations. <laughs> it is for the best. It is for, the, for best. the best. It's for the best. All right. Should we do our sign-off?
3: Yes. We're always with you.
2: Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted
3: by Aileen Cooperman And Sammy Fishbein Our editor is Sean Kilby Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli,
2: Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice And artwork is by Brittany Levine Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram And email your questions and non-scale wins to DST at Betches.com Betches